Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is People Every Day. Coming up. It was so good to hear her voice. We break down Britney Spears' shocking statements in court on Wednesday and look at what happens next in the case regarding her conservatorship. It's June 24th. Hi there. This is People Every Day. I'm Brianne Heldman, stepping in for your usual host, Janine Rubenstein, who is on a much-deserved vacation. But she dared leave me with the keys to this castle. And that became an especially questionable decision yesterday when I hit play on the trailer for Netflix's new reality show, Sexy Beasts, for the bajillionth time. You're the best-looking devil I've ever seen. This is really weird right now. <laughs> Would you count this as a weird experience for you? Cheers. Uh, so, I like your fin. <laughs> so what if I pick you and I'm not what you expect underneath? Oh my God! The show is bonkers. It looks like a mix between The Masked Singer and Love is Blind. Contestants are going on dates covered in head-to-toe makeup and prosthetics and somehow going to find love looking like aliens from God knows where. Probably the only thing that really could have torn me away from obsessing over this was what we'll be diving into today, and that is Britney Spears speaking in court. She made some jaw-dropping statements about her conservatorship, which she says is controlling nearly every aspect of her life. Joining me now to break down today's top story are my amazing fellow People staffers, music superheroes Melody Chu and Tomas Mir. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi, Brianne. Wow, you have been busy. (laughs) It's It's been a wild day, yes. Well, let's get right to it. Melody, can you break down for us some of what Britney said in court yesterday and what those bombshells were? Yeah, so it it was a very long speech she gave. She spoke for 25, 30 minutes. It's very simple what she wants. She wants her conservatorship to go away, to be terminated. And on top of that, she wants it to be terminated without her having to be externally evaluated. Bottom line, that's what she wants. Um, and so we heard, you know, a lot of uh, shocking revelations from her. She she claims that her dad is, you know, obsessive and controlling. Um, she she can't have Sam Asgari, her boyfriend, pick her up for a date. Um, she she has no decision making capabilities because of the conservatorship. Uh, she has to take medication she doesn't want to take. It's it's a lot. And um, I think her fans got everything they were hoping to hear from her <laughs> for the past few years. It really was remarkable to finally hear from her. I was surprised by some of the things she had to say about having to change clothes in front of people and being forced to have an IUD, which keeps her from getting pregnant. 
Can you elaborate on what she said about that? She she wants to live an independent, normal life. And for, you know, everyday people, that includes, like I said, having your boyfriend pick you up for a date, having a baby, getting married, um, making those life decisions. And because of her conservatorship, she says that she can't do any of that, that her conservators, including her dad and her management and team, they won't allow her to... Um, make those decisions on her own. They won't let her have any more kids. She, she's a mom of two right now. Um, I'm sure most of our listeners know. It, it's, it's so complicated though. Um, you know, a conservatorship, we, we spoke to a lot of legal experts yesterday. It is to protect the conservative and make sure you're not being taken advantage of, that your, your money is well handled, um, that you're safe and, and mentally and physically well. So there are a lot of layers here, but I, yeah, it was very shocking, um, to hear that. She can't make any of these decisions on her own. And Tomas, you were there and spoke to some of those fans outside the courtroom. What was that atmosphere like? It was intense, Brienne. There were so many fans out there that had been waiting for so long to finally hear directly from Brittany. And you could tell that this was like a moment of, in some ways, relief to finally know that what they were thinking of was kind of true. It was so good to hear her voice to be able to stand up for herself. Not all of us stand up for her, not her court counsel, but actually her stand up for herself. This goes beyond her as a performer, it's her as a person, and this is finally her opinion, you know. Her father's side has said that we are just um, conspiracy theorists and yada, 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 and to hear from her, like, this is going to prove that, no, we're not. We're on to something, and... We're calling you out. I'm not going to stop until she's free. There is um, an overflow courtroom where uh, people of the media um, were able to watch the hearing. Um, but some fans actually trickled in and they were in tears during uh, Britney's speech, crying every time she spoke about um, some of the intense things that that were going on. So it, it was a, it was a very emotional moment for sure. Well, This has been going on for ultimately 13 years now. Melody, can you walk us through some of what led to the conservatorship in the first place? Yeah, I think, you know, we all saw the ups and downs that Brittany went through um, after her divorce with Kevin Federline, who's the father of her kids. It was a really, really difficult and scary time. And she, um, you know, was hospitalized. She... um, had alleged breakdowns and and that's when her family felt they needed to take care of their daughter. They stepped in. Um, Jamie uh, petitioned for an emergency conservatorship in, I believe it was 2008, um, and the court granted it. And you know, our sources say it did save her life. Uh, she was in a really dangerous spot at that time and it helped um, secure her finances. And I think over the last 13 years, um, she has had ups and downs with, with the conservatorship. She wants to, you know, feel more independent and be able to make more decisions and live, uh, you know, for, for what is worth, what she calls a free life. But again, it's, it's complicated. And, you know, she, she can make the decision and, and have her lawyer petition to end the conservatorship. She hasn't done that. She has every right to make that petition. And so going forward, that's sort of the next step. Um, 
will her lawyer do that with her if that's what she wants? And ultimately, it is up to the courts to decide. Her doctors have to weigh in. And when she said before that she doesn't want the conservatorship, apparently, you know, her, her doctors, this was in a, in a leaked, uh, document that the New York Times obtained a couple days ago. Um, she, she voiced her concerns, but, Apparently, her doctors all were in agreement that she needs this conservatorship still. That is why she's pushing so hard now to say she does not want this external evaluation because she's been told before you need the conservatorship. And um, so that was one of her main points yesterday. She she doesn't want the doctors to have a say. She also had a, a probate investigator who they're tasked with being unbiased and to listen to all parties. And the investigator presented these facts to the court and the court decided you still need the conservatorship, um, according to this story that the New York Times had. And this was back in 2016. So she doesn't want this to happen again. I kind of want to go back to something you said in there about what the next steps really are, because I think Mm -hmm. the thing everyone really wants to know, and certainly what everyone has been texting me about, is when the judge will be making a decision. And to be very, very clear, there is no decision for the judge to make at this point, right? Exactly. Brittany hasn't even petitioned for the judge to remove the conservatorship. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, um, I think everyone's wondering when will Brittany be freed if if that's you know what all some of her fans want. I right now the next step is for her and her lawyer to decide, or maybe she wants a new lawyer if this one feels that you know he he doesn't want to help her petition for the end of her conservatorship. But that is the next step. It's it's up to her to take that um, decision or make that decision to file for the end of the conservatorship and then go from there. And then I, I believe the judge has to set a court date and court hearing. And, and you know, these things take time. It's not happening next week where the judge will suddenly say, all right, Brittany, you're out of it. You know, live live your life the way you want to. There are a lot of different steps that have to be taken. And our legal sources were saying it's it's tough to say. It's very rare that, you know, external evaluations aren't necessary. Um, and she kept saying that she had done her research and she had seen many instances of that. But our experts are saying that's really rare and that's it's hard um, to get to get that part of the puzzle that she wants to, you know, throw out the window. So who would Brittany want to oversee her estate if it's not her father, Jamie, and a professional wealth management firm? Oh, well, Brittany has previously requested Jody Montgomery, who is one of the conservators currently, to take over instead of uh, what Jamie has controlled so far. Um, but yesterday, we kind of got mixed signals from Brittany because she did mention uh, Jody during her speech um, and didn't say completely positive things about that. So now it's it's kind of up in the air exactly who she would want to do that. Um, but she had requested her in the past. What do we know about the value of Britney's estate? Because in many ways, this is very much about managing Britney's estate, which I imagine is pretty considerable. It is. When we had last seen court documents last year or whenever it was, um, her estimated wealth was around 50, 60 million, which is very, you know, wealthy for people like us. But actually for, for huge pop stars like her, um, it's actually not as wealthy as you would think someone like Britney's, you know, how long she's been famous, how successful she's been, how many albums she's released. It's really not that much money. Um, but sources and, and experts were saying that in 2008 or 2009, a lot of her money had been spent um, and that the conservatorship, a big piece of that obviously is protecting her wealth, her estate. 
you know, she hasn't released an album in years. She hasn't toured or done a residency in years, but she still has money. And I know Brittany said some things about essentially suing her family. She said, quote, I would honestly like to sue my family, to be totally honest with you. I would also like to be able to share my story with the world and what they did to me instead of it being a hush-hush secret to benefit all of them. She went on to even compare all of the work she'd been doing up until a few years ago, which included seven days a week, many hours a day. She compared that to sex trafficking. How feasible is it really for her to sue her family? I don't think anyone can dispute that Britney is a successful performer. Um, her residencies were wildly, you know, successful. Her tours were sold out. Everyone, she's so beloved and, um, she was dancing and singing and performing. But yesterday she said at times she felt forced, um, by her conservators to perform. And it was interesting in the beginning because you mentioned, you know, she wants to get her side of the story out there. There was someone on the line, maybe it was her conservator, Tomas, you might know better because you were there, but someone had expressed concern that this was an open hearing and she cut in actually, um, and said she's felt exploited. So now here's her chance. She wants to keep it in open courtroom and she wanted people to hear her story, right? Yeah, to be honest, that moment really set the tone for the entire hearing um, because up to that point, we didn't know what to expect from Brittany. And uh, this was the conservator's attorney who uh, was speaking and saying uh, she didn't want Brittany to go into the details of her medical history and perhaps into things about her children um, since they also have legal protections. And that's when Brittany uh, interrupted and, and said she wanted to be completely clear um, and, and, and she had been exploited and wanted to finally speak up on what exactly was happening. So that definitely set the tone for the entire hearing um, because it was clear that Brittany was going to speak out. Yeah. And in terms of suing her family, I mean, she was, you could hear how angry she was. And, you know, everyone's really zeroed in on her dad, Jamie, because he is a co-conservator. But she said multiple times that her whole family did nothing to help her in the situation or, you know, try to give her what she wanted. And um, it, it does seem like her mom, Lynn, has been trying to be a source of support over the last, you know, couple years. But then later on, she mentioned, you know, this incident over the last, you know, year and a half when we've all been in lockdown that she wanted to get some spa treatments. And she was told no by her, her team. And then she saw her mom had gotten her nails done. And, and so it, it's unclear who exactly from the family she is upset at and and you know maybe it changes so i think her relationship is complicated with her family and it actually has always been with her dad she's had ups and downs with her dad you know even before all of this next up more reactions to britney's bombshell statements including from her ex-boyfriend justin timberlake Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm back now with Melody Chu and Tomas Muir talking about Britney Spears' appearance in court. I know that Jamie Spears had a statement. What did he say? Yeah, so um, after Britney um, finished speaking for around 30 minutes, Vivian Thoreen, who is uh, Jamie's attorney, asked for a recess. Um, so we left the courtroom for 20 minutes and then came back and um, she had this statement from Jamie, a very short statement and said, Jamie is sorry to see his daughter in so much pain. He loves his daughter and misses her very much. And that was that was all we heard from the from the family. And we and Mel, we heard from Jamie Lynn, I guess, back in February around the time of the New York Times framing Britney Spears documentary. Uh, I believe that said, dear media, try not to repeat the mistakes of your past. Look at where that got us. Everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind always. Uh, What have we heard from other people in Britney's world? There was a jaw-dropping statement. Oh, yeah. A certain (laughs) ex-boyfriend. A certain ex-boyfriend. Boyfriend had something to say. You know, Justin got a lot of blowback after the New York Times um, documentary came out. And it was interesting. He spoke out uh, last night on behalf of him and Jessica, his wife, Jessica Biel, um, saying that he supports or they, I think it's important to say that they support Brittany. Um, and, you know, despite whatever they've been through in their past as exes, um, they think that she should... I guess, live her life the way she wants. Um, I don't know. I was, that was shocking to me that <laughs> he did a whole tweet thread. It wasn't even just yeah, one tweet. I, I had a big, oh my God moment when he released it. I will read it to you all now. He said, quote, after what we saw today, we should all be supporting Brittany at this time, regardless of our past, good and bad. And no matter how long ago it was, what's happening to her is not right. No woman should ever be restricted from making decisions about her own body. No one should ever be held against their will or ever have to ask permission to access everything they've worked so hard for. Jess and I send our love and our absolute support to Brittany during this time. We hope the courts and her family make this right and let her live however she wants to live. And I'll add that Britney got support all across the internet, including from people like Mariah Carey, Sarah Jessica Parker, Andy Cohen, lots and lots of Britney fans out there. Uh, so, Melody and Tomas, what are the next steps? What's the next beat in this story? I think we're all waiting to see what she does next. Um, she said yesterday in court she didn't know she could petition to end her conservatorship, and now she clearly does. So... If she takes that step, that I think will be huge. What can we expect from the hearing that's set for July 14th? A lot of the hearings have just been paperwork or honestly super boring things. So I don't think we'll have an explosive hearing like this for 
quite a while. Um, this was entirely different. Um, you know, Tomas and, the, and I, the rest of the music team, we've covered a lot of the conservatorship hearings over the last couple of years, and they've all been kind of womp womp at the end of the day. Um, but this one did not disappoint. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one blew my mind. Guys, I cannot thank you enough for coming on and helping me walk through this. Uh, I also just want to point out, because I believe we are all in agreement, that really at the end of the day, we all want the best for Britney Spears. Yeah. We all love her. We love her music. She makes us happy when we listen to it, when we watch mm -hmm. her dance, and we want to get back to a place where she is healthy and we get to go back to doing that. Yeah, for sure. Who doesn't want to see Britney happy? I mean, she was the soundtrack of all our lives. <laughs> <laughs> That was senior West Coast editor Melody Chu and digital music writer Tomas Mir. For the latest on Britney Spears' conservatorship case, head over to people.com. And now, something to make you smile. Sesame Street is welcoming some new neighbors. For the first time in its 51-year history, the show featured a same-sex married couple and their daughter. Frank, Dave, and Mia made their debut on the show's Family Day episode. I want you to meet my brother, Dave. Hi. <laughs> his husband, Frank. Hi. And my sobrina, Mia. Hi. My niece. Hi, Mia. <laughs> it's actually been a year of firsts for the iconic show, which also introduced a black father-son duo, Elijah and West, earlier this year to help promote racial literacy. Emma wants to know why Russ's skin is brown. Oh, I know why, Elmo. My, my mom and dad told me. It's because of melanin. Right, Dad? That's right. The show's creators say they want all kids to grow up feeling free to express who they are and who they love. If that's not a reason to smile, I don't know what is. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow.